0: There's a colossal task in front of us this morning, and that is to read and understand Zechariah's song. Now, I'm not sure how familiar you are with the story of Zechariah, the father of John, the forerunner of Christ. But Zechariah was a righteous old priest. And the Lord worked prophetically through him to sing a song over the birth of His Son that would become one of the greatest songs ever written. I love this song. And it is brilliant. And it is beautiful. And the reason that it's hard to teach is because it is no kidding of reference to every Alright, I've got to curb my hyperbole here. It's a reference to many of the sweetest moments in the history of the people of Israel. And it is a, an explicit citation of many of the sweetest promises that have been given to the people of Israel. And it's a, a reference and a citation and an allusion to at least a half dozen of my favorite promises given through the prophets to the people of Israel. So I sat down this week and I read the passage over and over again and and then I read commentaries on the passage. And I just sat in my office, guys, and I thought, how can I do this? How can we explain this thing which is, no kidding, an allusion to all the things that God has done among his people since day one. And how can I explain Zechariah's words without turning back and looking at every major prophecy from David to, to Jesus? So I was just, you know, troubled. Until I remember something that Joel Duggins told me. I think it was a couple months ago. Uh, I was reading uh, one of my favorite stories from David's life. And, man, the, the story told itself, right? And I love it. And I was reading it, and I, and I said in an off-the-cuff moment, I probably shouldn't even be preaching. I probably should just be reading this story to you over and over again until our time is done. And just then, I got a message from Joel Duggins that said, Well, then why don't you do that? (laughs) So I will today. Today what we're going to do is we're going to read through sections of the Scripture that are alluded to by Zechariah so that we can understand the words of Zechariah. And then we're going to apply those words in the way that the Lord intended them to be applied. Okay? All of the Scripture I'm going to read today is going to pop up Here, don't try and follow along in your Bible. It's going to be hard. (laughs) All right? Okay, let's get started. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God saw that everything that He had made, behold, it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God finished His work that He had done, and He rested on the seventh day from all the work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it God rested from all of his work that he had done in creation. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Yet Adam and Eve didn't trust God, did they? No. And they took of the forbidden tree. And because of their sin, they were cursed and creation was broken. And they were cast out from the presence of God. And many generations lived and died, cursed because of the sin of Adam. Until the day that God called a man named Abram. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred, and your father's house, to the land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation. And I will bless you. And I will make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless all those who bless you. And him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, my covenant is with you. and to your offspring after you. And I will give to you and your offspring after you the land of your sojournings, all the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. With these and many more promises, Abraham was blessed by God, and he lived a long and rich life full of God's bounty. And all of this, Abraham's sons and daughters and grandsons and granddaughters remembered God's Word That one of his sons would someday bless the world. Abraham breathed his last and died in a good old age, an old man and full of years, and he was gathered to his people. And after that day, many generations of Abraham's offspring lived and died, awaiting the fulfillment of God's promises to Abraham. But the people of Israel were fruitful and increased greatly. They multiplied and grew strong, so that the land was filled with them. But there arose a new king over Egypt, who did not know Joseph. And he said to his people, Behold, the people of Israel are too many and too mighty for us. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them, lest they multiply. And if war breaks out, they join our enemies and fight against us and escape from the land. Therefore they set taskmasters over them to afflict them During those days, the king of Egypt died and the people of Israel groaned because of their slavery and cried out for help. Their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God and God heard their groaning and God remembered His covenant with Abraham and with Isaac and with Jacob. God saw the people of Israel and God knew So God captured the attention of a shepherd named Moses. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of My people who are in Egypt, and I have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. I know their sufferings, and I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land to a good and broad land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, To the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. And now behold, the cry of the people of Israel has come to me. And I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come, I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And God saved his people with a mighty hand and delivered them from slavery. A pillar of God's fire led them out of Egypt and through the wilderness toward the land which God promised Abraham many years ago. And Moses led the people of Israel through the wilderness for 40 years. But they were a stubborn people, always rebelling against God. And in his last days, Moses gathered the people and said to them, Now this is the commandment, the statutes and the rules that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you In a land flowing with milk and honey. For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for His treasured possession out of all the peoples who are on the face of the earth. It was not because you were more in number than any other people, but it is because the Lord loves you those who hate Him by destroying them. He will not be slack with those who hate Him. He will repay Him to His face. You shall therefore be careful to do the commandment and the statutes and the rules that I command you today. Know therefore that the Lord your God is not giving you this good land to possess because of your righteousness. For you are a stubborn people. Remember and do not forget how you provoked the Lord your God to wrath in the wilderness. From the day you came out of the land of Egypt until you came to this place, you have been rebellious against the Lord. But to this day, the Lord has not given you a heart to understand or eyes to see or ears to hear. But someday... The Lord, will raise, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers. It is to him you shall listen. Just as you desired of the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly, when you said, let me not hear again from the voice of the Lord my God, or see this great fire anymore, lest I die. And the Lord said to me, they are right in what they have spoken. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers. And I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. And after many years leading the people of Israel through the wilderness, Moses died. Joshua led Israel over the waters of the Jordan to conquer the promised land as God had commanded. And many generations lived and died, awaiting the fulfillment of God's promised prophet like Moses. "'awaiting the offspring of Abraham "'who would bless the Lord and bless the world. "'But the people of Israel forgot the Lord their God, "'and they rebelled against His commands. "'And the people of Israel did what was evil "'in the sight of the Lord and served the Baals. "'And they abandoned the Lord, "'the God of their fathers, "'who had brought them all out of Egypt.' They went after other gods from among the gods of the peoples who were around them and bowed down to them. And they provoked the Lord to anger. They abandoned the Lord and served the Baals and the Ashtaroth. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel." They soon turned aside from the way in which the fathers had walked who had obeyed the commandments of the Lord and they did not do so. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. And many generations lived and died awaiting the promised prophet of God, awaiting the offspring of Abraham who would bless the world. Until one day... God visited a woman named Hannah who was barren. She wept before God and asked for a son. So God gave the son she asked for, and she named him Samuel. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth derides my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. And Hannah gave her firstborn son back to God when he was only a child. And he served before the Lord all of his days. He judged the people of Israel. And in due time, he was sent to anoint God's chosen king, David, a shepherd boy, the youngest son of Jesse from Bethlehem. David was a good king, full of faith and hope. And he declared victory over Israel's enemy, enemies by the mighty hand of God. And he led the people of Israel in peace and justice. And the faithful of Israel wondered whether this David was the promised prophet of God, whether he was the promised offspring of Abraham who would bless the world. And one day, when David's kingdom was established, after he had declared victory over his enemies, God sent a prophet to deliver a message. Now, therefore, you shall say to my servant David, Thus says the Lord of hosts, And violent men shall afflict them no more as formerly from the time that I appointed judges over my people Israel. And I will give you rest from all your enemies. Moreover, the Lord declares that the Lord will make you a house. When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring after you who shall come from your body And I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Now, it was a sweet shadow, but David's throne crumbled under his own sin. He was but a man, not the fulfillment of ancient promises. And many generations lived and died, awaiting the promised prophet awaiting the offspring of Abraham, and now awaiting the promised son of David who would become the true king of Israel. After David died, his son Solomon reigned. And Solomon did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And after Solomon, his son Rehoboam reigned. And Rehoboam did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And the kingdom of Israel was divided because of the sins of her kings." And generation after generation lived and died, awaiting the promised prophet like Moses, awaiting the offspring of Abraham, awaiting the son of David. In time, the people of Israel and Judah turned away from the Lord their God to serve Baal yet again. And every generation of their kings was more wicked than the last. And they forgot the Lord their God, and they rebelled against His commands And in time, they lost the promised land that God had given them. And in time, they were cast from their homes and bound in chains, returning to slavery because of their sin. Yet the Lord was faithful, and He sent prophets to every generation. And even though things were going from bad to worse, God always sent prophets to shout promises Even in their darkest moments, the rebel people of Israel heard shouts of prophetic promises. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord. When I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely, and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days Judah will be saved, and Israel will dwell securely. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when they shall no longer say, as the Lord lives who brought up the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt, but as the Lord lives who brought up and led the offspring of the house of Israel from the north country and out of all the countries where he had driven them, then they shall dwell in their own land Who is like you? Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression for the remnant of His inheritance? He does not retain His anger forever because He delights in steadfast love. He will again have compassion on us. He will tread our iniquities underfoot. Amen. You will cast out all our sins into the depths of the sea. You will show faithfulness to Jacob and steadfast love to Abraham as you have sworn to, your, to our fathers from the days of old. For at that time I will change the speech of the peoples to a pure speech that all of them may call upon the name of the Lord and serve Him with one accord, from beyond the rivers of Cush, my worshipers, the daughters of my dispersed ones, shall bring my offering. On that day you shall not be put to shame because of the deeds by which you've rebelled against me. For then I will remove from your midst your proudly exultant ones, and you shall no longer be haughty in my holy mountain." But I will leave in your midst a people humble and lowly. They shall seek refuge in the name of the Lord who are left in Israel. They shall do no injustice and speak no lies, nor thou shalt be found in their mouth a deceitful tongue. For they shall graze and lie down, and none shall make them afraid. Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall never again fear evil. On that day it should be said to Jerusalem, Fear not, O Zion. Let not your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst. A mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by His love. He will exult over you with loud singing. I will gather those of you who mourn for the festival so that you will no longer suffer reproach. Behold, at that time I will deal with all your oppressors. And I will save the lame and gather the outcast, and I will change their shame into praise and renown in all the earth. At that time I will bring you in, at the time when I gather you together, for I will make you renowned and praised among the peoples of the earth when I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me. From the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come into his temple and the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, when all the arrogant and the evildoers will be stubble. That day is coming, shall set them ablaze, says the Lord of hosts, so that it will leave them neither root nor branch. But for you who fear his name, the sun of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. You shall go out leaping like calves from the stall. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your King is coming to you, righteous and having salvation is He. With these and many other words, the prophets of God encouraged the faithful remnant to hope in God's promises. And many generations lived and died awaiting the promised prophet like Moses, awaiting the offspring of Abraham, awaiting the son of David, the true king of Israel. Until one day, the angel of the Lord was sent to an old man named Zechariah, whose wife was barren. He was promised a son a very special son. John, the son of Elizabeth and Zechariah, would be a prophet of God, and he would prepare the people for their king. The long-awaited son of David. The long-awaited prophet like Moses. The long-awaited offspring of Abraham who would bless the world. Now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And they all wondered. And immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed. And he spoke, blessing God. And fear came on all the neighbors. And all these things were talked about throughout the hill country of Judea. And all who heard them laid up in their hearts, saying, What then will this child be? For the hand of the Lord was with him. And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and has redeemed his people. And he has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David as He spoke by the mouth of His prophets from of old, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show the mercy which was promised to our fathers, and to remember His holy covenant, the oath that He swore to our father Abraham, to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve Him without fear in holiness and righteousness before Him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare His ways, to give knowledge of salvation to His people in the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light. After making purification for sins, He sat down at the right hand of the Majesty on high. For all the promises of God find their yes in Him. That is why it is through Him that we utter our Amen to God for His glory. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by Him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible whether on heaven or in, on earth or in heaven making peace by the blood of the cross and you you who were once alienated and hostile in mind doing evil deeds he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that He opened for us through the curtain that is through His flesh, And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near. With a true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who is promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another. And all the more, as you see the day drawing near. Amen. 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 This podcast is brought to you by Redeemer Church, a community of believers in Fort Worth, Texas, committed to equipping God's people to delight in God's glory and declare that glory to our neighbors and the nations. For more information, visit our website at RedeemerFortWorth.org.